You are now tuned into FNL Radio. Run for cover, motherfucker! You are now tuned to FNL Live with Dr. Monique. Time to laugh your ass off. Hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome to the season 12 premiere of FNL Radio, people. Thank you so much for you all continuous support for supporting the show for as long as you all have. Like, it's really been 12 years. Like, I'm really thinking about it, and I'm really old. Like, I know I'm old, but damn, I'm old. Okay, so I started this, you know, show in college, you know, my freshman year. So it is really crazy that we've been doing this for so long and i'm still continuing it even though there have been some you know moments where i've been like okay do i still want to do this but i think the thing that keeps me going with fnl radio is definitely the support and it's just fun you know me and monique have a lot of fun me and my former co-host who were on the show at the time when i started it i had so much fun with them so i'm definitely still reaching out to do a reunion show that's my that's my goal for season 12 i was going to do it last year but then you know we started the whole you know personal pan pizza happened big rona was on the loose so we couldn't do a lot of stuff that i wanted to do with the show so that's why the last season was really short too because of covid trying to make it through 2020 trying to make sure you don't get coronavirus so it was a lot that was going on last year but i'm definitely so thankful for the fans though for y'all who continue to listen and running those numbers up too for a lot of the shows like y'all have been listening to a lot of the older shows for shows that we haven't done like again we haven't done the last the last show we did actually when me and monique did the show was on in november it was the uh, election special the black folk must vote special and it was shot the Ken Smalls of Black Folkman's Vote, and it was a really powerful episode. We talked a lot about you know politics and getting people out there to vote, and we we did we did the damn thing. You know, we did it, Joe. We got you know money back, Joe in the office, Kamala Harris in the office. Uh, shout out to the AKAs. So it was it was a good thing for us to really turn the White House around from the foolishness that was in there before, and to what we have now. So you know, I'm happy that we were able to. Be a part of that and to actually get the word out to make sure people went out there to vote. So now here we are, People 2021, and I just decided that, you know, I'm going to bring the show back in a big way. And I've been having a lot of time to really plan different things. You know, me and Monique's schedule is a lot different nowadays, too. So we, you know, we've been talking about the show for as long as we can to possibly get everything back up and running. And we, we, here we are, season 12. I told you all it was going to be in April. I told you all. And so I wasn't going to give y'all no Rihanna release date type of foolishness for R9. I was actually going to give y'all a release date, uh, a tentative date at least at the most. So I did get that taken care of. And here we are with the season 12 premiere. And let you all know too, Monique is a very integral, still a big part of the show. So I know she's not on here right now. Monique is very busy with her own schedule right now. She got the new role at her job. So I'm pretty sure she's going to be coming on the show talking about that too when we uh, link back up for the next episode. The next episode. Shout out to Dr. Drain Snoop Dogg. But um, she is a very part of the you know, still a big part of the show. No Google checks were involved. She's still, <laughs> she's still coming back to the show, everybody. So I know, you know she's not on this episode, but she's here in spirit. And let me tell you all too. So with that being said as well, yeah, it, it wouldn't be no FNL radio without document bad news doll. I'm just saying. So it, she's she's on the show. She's just not on the show right now, but she's still a part of the show. So she's still in the tagline hosted by Doc and Monique. Let me so just let you all know that. So she's still here. Um, come Monique will hear this and try to flip it around on you all, but she's still a very good part of the show. So, um, shout out to Number Streets and Newport News. Now, this, um, 
when we do link back up though for the next episode for like the official like this is the season premiere but when we get on like that official docking monique energy where y'all know we talk about everything we've been going through for the past year or the past few months since the last show in november i'm going to give y'all like a rundown of like everything in the past few months that i've been going through um and it's been some good things honestly it has been some great things so i'm going to be talking about that like getting this new house that was their hold up for the show too honestly so be doing the show um last november i was in that process of actually looking for a new house um actually my first house and in that time frame i was like okay i got the house now everything's getting settled but the closing process i'm, I'm gonna talk about all that I'm, i might do just a whole special youtube on that i've been saying i was going to do that but i'm going to do a whole special youtube on that because it was a lot and so i'm thinking okay it's nothing for me to link up, you know, pull up my equipment real quick, do the show because I've done shows on the road before. I literally have done shows on the road in the car driving. So it's not a thing. Moving from one apartment to, you know, a new house, throwing away stuff, then have my parents. Now, keep in mind, I've had stuff at my parents' house, of course, growing since I was growing up at my parents' house, and they moved, but I still had stuff from college, my college years that I left at the house that I didn't want to carry with me to my apartments. You would think that I would do that, you know, carry stuff to my own place at the college, but I did not do that, though. I left at my parents' house. I was like, you know what? You know, my my mom still have some stuff at my grandma's house in Philly. My, you know, cousins and brothers, they still got stuff at their house, you know, in Philly. So why not me? Why can't I just keep my stuff in my parents' house just as a momentum of home? You know, and next thing I know, as I'm moving, my dad was like, I got your stuff at the base of the garage, at uh, at the start of the garage. When the movers come, take your stuff from your apartment, y'all swing by the house and get your stuff from the house. I'll put it on the truck. And, and that's what that I had. So I had to basically move stuff from two places into my house. But, you know, the God has been good, though. You know, me and, you know, I've been saying my prayers and prayerfully I got this house and it's lovely. Had my 90s house party, too. So I told you all my birthday was on April 2nd. I turned 31. Hashtag Doc 31. Last year, 2020, I was so hyped because I was turning 30 for one. House Party is one of my favorite movies of all time. That movie came out in 1990. So I figured, you know what? Why not do a 90s house party based on and inspired by the movie? I was going to rent a house. Um, I actually did rent the house. I rented the house. I told everyone the plans in February, you know, so everyone had too much notice. I had like the drink menu already planned out, had the food that was going to happen, the music, everything was already pre-planned. And this was at a time when no one took coronavirus that serious because we didn't think it was that serious. But things took a turn and the Ponderosa happened. Shout out to my favorite buffet in Florida. And we had the, everything had to be canceled. I had a photo shoot planned that weekend before the party was supposed to start. So I'm thinking, you know, they're telling people, you know, to wear masks and everything. I'm thinking I still have some time to do my party. That was not the case at all. The party was canceled. And that was only because that same weekend, Governor Blackface, shout out to um, Governor Northam, shut the um, <laughs> shut Virginia down. Like, everything was, it was on the complete lockdown. No one could come over. No one could travel. Nothing. Now, me and my friends, you know, they did break the rules a little teeny bit. So I literally only had three people come to my apartment and we had a party at my apartment with drinks and good vibes and games. But it was sad because I wanted to have my 90s house party. But I say that to say it's all about timing, though, because had I did the party last year and then not knowing I was going to have a house the next year. It wouldn't have been the same. It would have been like, okay, I did the party, but now what I'm going to do for my birthday this year now that I have a house. So it worked out perfectly, you know, timing-wise. So now in 2021, I'm turning 31, still can do my house party, but in the actual house that I own now. So that's like the big flex right there. 
And on top of that, too, I mean, the house is lovely. I had like my, I did this break. Like, y'all saw my pictures. So if you can, if you haven't seen my pictures yet, go to my Instagram at Mr. Doc MR underscore DLC. And you'll see, um, I spray painted Doc on this white sheet. And it's like that throwback graffiti type of feel. And I had a little selfie station, had some drinks. Had some games. Had a '90s playlist that I created for F, from curated by FNL Radio by DJ Doc as me myself, and that's on Apple Music and Spotify as well. So make sure you check that out. And I, it was just fun. You know, I have ten people here at most. I, I wanted to invite the closest people to me that I wanted to bring this, this moment with as thir- at 31. My first house, where this is my first time actually having people here like that. I've had you know friends drop in here and there just to check out the place and everything, but to actually have people look at the house, tour it, it, it was it was a great feeling to just have that warmth here with all my friends who I really want to spend the time with here. So I thank you all who came out there. So my signature drink at the party this year: Crown Peach, tonic water, and lemon juice. Thank me later. That's the Doc Thirty One. I can, I'm a bootleg bartender. I can make me some drinks for real, for real. Anyways, it's been twelve damn years, and I'm a super excited that you all have still been checking us out. A major news announcement to people. So now, I've always told you all you could check out FNL on Anchor, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever their platform is. Come on, still on the Google check. However. As of last week, FNL Radio is officially on iHeartRadio. So, yes, if you download the iHeart app, you can search for FNL Radio. Before, it was the old episodes of FNL Radio. So, you can still listen to, like, the older generation, like, back in the day, first season of FNL Radio with young Chris and Brandino and Yoshi. You can check that season out on um, iHeart as well. But now moving forward, we're on iHeartRadio officially um, for FNL Radio for all new future episodes. You can listen to the last couple of seasons on iHeart as well to catch up. But I thank you all again for listening to the show and running those numbers up. And I'm I'm excited for this new chapter of FNL, the new season. Here we are. So now uh, on this next special episode, I have... One of my good friends, Raven, on the show. His new album, Phases Love Changes, is out today. So make sure you check it out. If you want to listen to some great R&B music, some actual singing, some actually some actual songwriting, some actual feeling into the music, this is the project that you want to listen to, the album you want to listen to, the music you want to get into. And so we're going to be doing an interview. But before we get into that interview, I'm going to get to kick y'all off with his new single, Jungle, right here on FNL Radio. Then right after that song, we had the interview with Raven. So keep it here, FNL Radio, Season 12. Yes. Loving me is a battle. Are you willing to fight? No, I'm a lot to handle. Just give it some time. Progress. 
communication is stronger Gotta trust the process that's been a long time in the making um and i say that because i've been um telling this artist for a long time that you know we're going to get on the show you're going to come on the show and it's all about timing people so i think it's now the perfect time to have this next artist on the show and also they're releasing a new album too so it's like and the season premiere too so why not let's get everything all at the same time so Everybody, I'm going to introduce you all now. You've heard this music on the show before. You've seen me post it online on my social media. But now, people, we have the man himself here on FNL Radio, people. Finally, about damn time, raving everyone. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, hey, hey. So, everyone, if you all know, you know Raven's from Philly. He's an R&B singer, songwriter, producer, all whatever. He, he does everything, like graphic okay. design. Um, you have so so much stuff people so much so much stuff you got going on but it's time for us to get into you know get to know who raven is on the show everyone so that's what we're doing today on the season premiere of fnl radio now first off gotta say hey what's up how you doing how how you life treating you right now you know life is good um like super excited just finished the, the listening party which was like super dope yesterday uh, it was like a great opportunity just to share the music with some press and some of my colleagues in the industry. So uh, actually just touched down in Atlanta. So we did the listening party in Philly and we're doing a release party in Atlanta uh, tomorrow. So, you know, I'm here in Atlanta right now. Uh, just getting ready for, for the, the album to come out. I'm, I'm super excited about it. Okay, okay. Now, people, I'm not going to front of y'all. So I actually know Raven, so it's not like a big surprise of okay you know I, I don't know who this person is I actually know him but this is the first time in a professional interviewing situation so I'm, I'm gonna be in my best behavior he better no, got no choice I was told that our show is like a Wendy Williams show and that we ratchet and whatnot <laughs> that, that's not all the time y'all know y'all listen to our interviews we actually are very civilized on this show so we're gonna be having the civilized interview on tonight's show with Raven, everyone. So we don't want my lawyer sending a cease and desist. So we're gonna, we gonna look now. FNL Radio sponsored some bottles at this listening <laughs> party. So yeah, they were, they were thankful. The people were definitely lit. They were definitely Thank lit. You. Well, I was sipping water, but we're not gonna go there. So, um, <laughs> so first off, who is Raven? So Raven is not the typical R&B singer he's you know the the influences of you know all your greats in R&B like you know Tank Arm, uh, Tank Brandy um you know Michael Jackson uh kind of like a culmination of all those people uh gospel music like that like that's really you know who I am um but really just bringing my perspective 
on relationships, my my perspective on sex, my perspective on uh, hurt, my, you know, to Raven is, Raven is, you know, tough exterior, but really a nice and lovable and, and soft guy on the inside. Okay. All right. I think me, I you know, knowing you from I was like, oh, he can he can sing, and never knew that for so long until like I think it's been ten years now. So when did you know before you showed it to the world that you can actually sing? Because you can sing. So when? So so I've always actually sang. I, like my grandfather was a pastor, my grandmother and my grandfather were pastors. So I grew up in church. I grew up singing. You know, I was almost like Aretha. Like when my grandfather would go and preach, he would take me to go sing with him and everything like that. So I've always kind of been singing. Um, I kind of kept it low key um, as much as I possibly could. You know, like as a kid, I in school I would be in the uh, we would do musicals and things like that. And I'm talking about at a young age. So this is like five or six or seven. And um, I would be, you know, singing. I actually wish I had these chests from that stuff. I, I think I can find it, but I've always kind of sang since I was little. Um, and, you know, I was doing the church thing or whatever. So I kind of stayed in that vein a little bit, um, not really singing R&B because I was kind of worried about, you know, you know how a lot of people that come from a church, what are they going to think, da da da, all that mm-hmm. kind of vibe. But now I'm at a point like, you know, I got to do what's best for me. I got to do and be on my path. So, yeah. That's why it took you so long to find out that I sang because I kept it real low key. I see. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, who are some of your influences musically coming up? Well, I, well, I mentioned it a little bit, um, but like Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, Whitney Houston, Tank, uh, Joe. Brandy, uh, Kim Burrell, Karen Clark Sheard, uh, Dorinda Clark Cole, um, Daryl Coley. I mean, I, I really could go Dawkins and Dawkins. Um, like the list kind of goes. Did I say Usher already? I don't remember. If I said no, you didn't say Usher. Usher um, Bucks. Usher. <laughs> See, here you no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Usher, um, but like those are the people. John P. Key, can't forget about him. Those are people who I listen to like all the time. Like my first CD was like I think Karen Clark shared, and then the Preacher's Wife soundtrack. Those are like my first CDs, and then my first cassette tapes. I think was like John P. Key. So I'm going way back now, like way, 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 way mm-hmm. back when people actually bought cassettes and, and CDs. I mean, people still kind of do buy CDs a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Now, like I mentioned at the start, you're gifted in so many other areas from graphic design, you did, you did the brand management thing too, um, manage other artists as well. So what's that moment that you realized artist yourself? So, so really, when I came into this, um, because I write and everything, and I'm like, I'm at the point where, you know, I really want to kind of showcase, you know, what I have going on. So initially when I came into this, I came into it like, you know, I'm just going to, you know, write my songs, record it myself and just release it. And then maybe from that, I can get artists that will, um, contact me for writing and for vocal production and everything like that. Um, but then it kind of, after I worked with um, one of the first artists who was Chris, after I released her project, um, everyone was kind of like, because they knew that I wrote on it, they knew that I featured, uh, I did the vocal production and we actually did this all together. They're like, okay, bro, like when is your stuff coming out? So I'm like, okay, here we go. So I you know, ended up releasing my first project, Goodbye Summer. And then from there, it just kind of snowballed into something that I really didn't anticipate. Okay, all right. And like I mentioned, you, you know, manage other artists. So how does it feel to be on the other side of the table now as an artist yourself? Um, it, it was stressful before, but it's like almost double or triple the stress because of the fact that 
I'm pretty capable of doing almost everything on my own. So like this, uh, this pro- all of my projects, I record myself, I mix myself, I master myself, I write all the content, I do all my vocal production. Then, like you said, um, brand management. So I'm, I'm pretty good at that. So um, then I'm, I'm creating my own content, designing, creating it, you know, you know, reaching out to the videographers to shoot what I need, photographers to shoot what I need for me to make it what I need it to be for my brand. Um, so it, it's a little bit, it's, it's a lot of work because I felt like too, I, I've managed artists, I've worked with other artists and I, I gave them literally 100, 200%. So now this is for me. So if I was giving a person 200%, I need to give myself six to 800%. So that's kind of how um, I've been moving with my music career. So it's, it's definitely a lot, but you know, God gives me the strength to move move through it and, you know, give me gives me the creative ideas. Um, and yeah, so I just, you know, make it happen. Okay, all right. Church, preach, tabernacle. Got you, all right. No. <laughs> all right, now. Um, like you mentioned too, you've been writing and vocal producing for other artists. So just real quick, what made you get into that lane as well, you know, to be creative for other people? And how's that experience been trying to, you know, multitask that as well with you being an artist? So after I worked with um, Chris, um, shout out to Chris, uh, and her album release, I started getting contacted by all these different artists um and being an artist myself like that that actually became another stream of income for me too um vocal producing and writing so i'm just like this is really kind of what i wanted to do and this is this is uh the lane i wanted to be in so like it can be a little difficult that's why i i kind of give myself days to kind of get my creativity back and you know because sometimes when you're it's really like you pouring out yourself like a lot of times like you know what i mean you're giving creativity and ideas and you're just constantly pouring 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 into people because well a lot of uh people who aren't in music they don't understand like when you're working with an artist it's very um it's it's just very a, a very intimate situation it doesn't even matter if it's rappers singers whoever it's an intimate situation and when you're a songwriter, when you're an engineer, when you're a vocal producer, sometimes you have to pull things out of people. You have to um, be almost like a therapist sometimes. So sometimes for, it, the, for, the, for the wrong person, it's, it could be a lot. But for me, you know, um, because of my background in brand management and having to kind of be a chameleon and almost take on my environment so that I could represent whatever brand I was working with at the time uh, to make sure I executed their vision. That kind of made it all, like I, I was already used to it. I was e- It was easy for me to kind of, when I go into a room with artists, I can kind of take on the vibe and then write or vocal produce and just add that next level to the music. Okay, all right. And so you know, getting into a zone as a writer. So how do you get in the zone for another artist and then for yourself as well? Like, how do you differentiate between those two things where, you know, you have to have an assignment for someone else? Do that to your own music too, where you're like, okay, I know I have to write this for someone else, but should I keep this for myself? No, no. So I I really do balance it um, because at the end of the day, whether it's for me or for another artist, the check is still going to get cut. The residuals are still going to come in. So whether I'm singing it or somebody else sings it, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to still give it the same energy. I'm going to still give it um, the same approach. And if I think something is a dope song, just because it's a dope song doesn't mean I have to sing it. So I'm not just going to keep a hot song just because it's hot. And I'm like, I really want to sing it. No matter if I really want to sing it, I can always cover it later and on. Later on, once the artist t- you know releases it, I can be like, oh hey, here's my cover, and then now that's promotion for them and it's promotion for me and you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I don't I'm not I'm not competing you get what I'm saying I'm, I'm yeah I'm giving a hundred a hundred percent energy as if it was my own project I'm not going to give someone any less you know because at the end of the day I'm still being represented and my name is still on it all right about the bit happening today your albums drop face so what inspired this project? 
so I started working on this project in 2019. Um, and then of course, uh, the, 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 the panoramic hit in 2020, so cause that's when originally, <laughs> so that's when, uh, the, it was really eventually supposed to come out. And, um, so during the pandemic, it allowed a lot of time for reflection. It allowed me to kind of think about where I was at um, relationship-wise um, and just really, you know, bringing a form of understanding and closure for myself. Um, so that's why, you know, I, I wrote about this. Uh, a lot of things I wrote about love, I wrote about breakup, I wrote about, you know, sex, you know, everything that, um, comes with a relationship, really my spin, really things that I've been through myself. So it was a very personal um, thing for me uh, that I needed to do, you know, just for personal healing and, and for personal growth. Um, so I'm like, you know, the project is ready now to allow other people and hopefully, you know, it's something on there for everybody to bop to, you know, or to to think or reflect or hopefully heal, you know what I'm saying? So yeah yeah and going to that too um so how personal is this album to you like how you know did it make you feel it had to be raw to everyone else you know when you're trying to see if you want to keep something to yourself or do you want to expose everything like how how so, do you so that? at the listening party uh even though some of them are were friends or colleagues i i really you know told some stories um i'm a i'm a very private person and you you know that um but I did share some stories and it's a couple tracks. Like I have damaged good, uh, which was, uh, everyone loved that song pretty much, you know, just talking about, you know, Hey, I'm damaged, you're damaged, but I'm still a good person. I may do things that, you know, that have hurt you, you, you know, and, but, but I'm not trying to hurt you. Um, and we've all kind of been in that place. Um, I have another record on there, uh, called Angelica, which is about, a female pretty much lying. I mean, I know we all go through that, but you know, sometimes people real tricky and you, you thinking that it's one way, but it's not. And, you, and you're thinking that, you know, it's this, this pretty picture, but it ain't, you get what I'm saying? Like, so mm -hmm. I have that record on there. Um, I had flex on me, you know, that one's about pretty much, you know, you broke up with somebody and they think they, they, they leaving you to be with somebody better. And that, that, that nigga capped them. So now, now look at it. Now like look at you. You thinking that you was moving on to something better, and you trying to flex on me. And and now you realizing you should have came. You should have just stayed with me. You know what I mean? I I wasn't really. You know. So it's mm -hmm. a it's a lot of it's a lot. It's, it varies. So it, it's definitely personal. It's definitely um really putting the feelings out there. Um, which I think more men should do. Um, because there's nothing wrong with it. You get what I'm saying? It's it's not mm -hmm. something that should be hidden. Like we need to embrace what our emotions are, and you know. Um, do what we need to do to, like I said, heal and to grow. Okay, okay. And um, now, you mentioned, you know, some of the song titles there. What song do you think will resonate the most for everyone? Like, what do you think everyone will say, okay, that's my shit, that's the one I got to play so on I, repeat and get in my emotional feel? So, it is, I think for me, it's tough because that damage good i got phone calls about that song that that song i also got phone calls about this one record called goodbye and so it like i i think it's a different song is going to really resonate with different people it's just going to really depend on where you're at personally you get myself get what i'm saying where what's going to you know but the damage good and i think what what really um made people really Love that. Um, I was about to cuss, I had to catch myself. Oh, no, you can cut this F really? in the radio. <laughs> okay, yeah. so, so what really made them <laughs> fuck with the damaged good record is really how I broke it down. Um, and I, I was just saying, like, you know, normally in a store, you know, when something is a damaged good, they discount it. You get what I'm saying? But just because it's damaged, don't, don't let that devalue who you are. You're still valuable, no matter what your past is, no, what, no matter what has happened to you. Don't let it devalue you. You're still good. You get what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, like, you know, I think that really connected and resonated with a lot of people. Um, so, I mean, it's really hard to say because literally there was a vibe for everybody in the room, a couple vibes. So, 
All right, all right. And how was it collaborating with other artists on this project? I know you had some collaborations on there and you know, working with other creators on this project too. And I know you as an artist yourself, you're sometimes in your own bubble, but how was it have that? Oh, it 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 was super dope. Uh shout out to um uh J Dot, uh who I've worked with before. He's a producer, he's in um Trinidad, I believe. He's in Trinidad. Uh Rad City. Uh she she uh kind of varies from uh PA to uh Maryland. And then shout out to Sticks. Uh those are just some of the producers uh who I work with on this project and it, it was just super dope. Shout out also to KYG, to Trey Prada, to Keon Wolf, um, to Keto Star, and to Noel Scales. Those were the features. Um, I love working with everybody. It's just, it's just like we're coming in. We're all cool. Like so, everybody who's on this project, I'm cool with. We're homies. Where I got love for them. Like I'll kill somebody love for them. So like they were, those are my brothers um, and my sister and. Uh, so we come in already with the mindset like, you know, we're going to get this work and we're going to put out the best thing that we can put out. It's no egos. So it was definitely great, like, working with them. Uh, this this was my first time actually recording with um, Trey Prada, uh, Keon Wolf, and um, Keto Star. It was my first time recording with them. Um, it was dope. KYG, he was on my last project. Uh, Noel Scales actually was on my last project too. She's super, super, super dope. Um, so I love collaborating. I love just being in a room with creative people who, you know, we can vibe, we can smoke, we can drink, and just, you know, be creative and do what we're gonna do. Okay. All right. All right. And so I'm gonna throw you real quick. Um, do you remember the first song you've ever written? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh how did wait Can, i remember oh gosh how does it go <laughs> i cannot re, I, I remember it but i can't remember oh wait are you talking about like when i was a kid or are you talking about just more... your first song ever that you ever wrote pen to uh, paper? no i can't remember i can't remember the very 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 first song. i was almost, it was too long ago it was like when I was like, mm. oh, you know what? I think probably the first, the first song that I can remember was, we wanted a new song for the school that my high school, and they asked, they wanted somebody to write it. So me and some of my friends in high school, we wrote a song. So I really feel like that was the very first time that I actually wrote a song in high school. I I can't see a time before that that I wrote a song. And it, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. We're going to probably going to, you know, get you to bring that song on the show one day. Oh, you know, y'all, y'all was doing what the Far East Side High oh, song? It, it was like, I don't know what we were thinking. But the crazy thing is when we performed the song at the graduation, because we actually performed it at graduation, one of the girls who was singing with us hit the, hit a wrong note. And we bust out laughing like legit, <laughs> like we couldn't even we couldn't even finish the song. It was like we really thought we were going to get in trouble, but oh. we we didn't get get in trouble. But but we really did think we were going to like we bust out. It was like hysterical. Everybody, everybody <laughs> was on the floor. The parents, everybody. It was crazy. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now you've been doing your thing with your covers lately too. You know, people got to check out your IG. Um, you you doing your, you on TikTok and everything now too, of course. But you've been doing your covers from you know and getting love too from even some legendary artists like Anita Baker, Eric Bellinger. So how does that feel to see that type of love you've been receiving for your covers? It was actually super super dope. Um, Eric Bellinger has messaged messaged me a couple times about the covers, and you know told me that he he like you know he likes the covers and that. Um, doing a dope job or whatever so that that and, and eric bellinger i forgot to mention him but he's like in my head one of my mentors like his pen is like ridiculous mm -hmm. uh and he himself as an artist he's ridiculous and i you know he's he's kind of underrated yes um, but yeah like it, it was super dope even when i did the anita bigger cover it was super i i love doing you know covers and giving my own spin um because sonically as a vocal producer i'm hearing something different 
um, than what they're hearing, especially because my background is church. And then, like I said, I love people like um, a John P. Key, the Clark sisters, um, Dawkins and Dawkins, who their background, Brandy, their backgrounds mm-hmm. are just out of this world. You know yes. what I'm saying? So that's how I'm approaching it because those are those are the people who I've studied. Um, and that requires like a, a certain type of ear. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's been your favorite one so far? My favorite cover? Yeah. Um, actually, my cover of I did Victoria Monet's Fuck. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorites. Um, also, I did a Jasmine Sullivan cover with Chris that just came out. Again, shout out to Chris. She's a super dope artist. Um, I love that cover, too. So it's, it's those two. All right, all right. And people, again, if you want to check out his covers, are they still on your IGTV? Actually, there some of them may be on the IGTV. Oh, yeah, you know, people you know, be real but, funny about the copyright and stuff. Well, no, it's, well, it's not even that. Oh. Um, it's just because of the direction I'm taking now. Okay. With, you know, I had to kind of switch up my uh, social media. Yeah, got it. So right now, the the focus is really the album. So okay. It's not really a lot of covers on my page anymore. Uh, I just, you know, took them down just because I want the focus to be now my album, my project. So, you know, mm-hmm. you, you won't be able to find them there, but I may release all the covers like on a project on SoundCloud a little bit later on. Yeah, that would be dope. All right. Come on, aesthetics. All right. Now, um, artists are always in go mode, you know, especially your album is out today, but you're, you know, you're already probably thinking about the next project. So, are you working on any new music already? You know, so I, I have already outlined the, uh, the next two projects. Um, I'm not going to really talk about them too much, mm-hmm. but I have started outlining the next two projects after this already. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're going to do what we call the FNL fire round. So this is just whatever pops in your head first um, off the top real quick. Just whatever your answer is, it is what it is. All right. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I- <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, your top five albums of all time. Uh, Finally, Karen. Full Moon. Mm. Uh, I think it's called Everlasting Love by Kim Burrell. Uh, sex, love and, uh, sex, Love, and Pain by Tank and Confessions by Usher. I think that was five. Was that five? That was five. Okay. All right. Your top five artists of all time. Uh, Brandy, Usher, Whitney Houston, Tank, and Karen Clark Shearer. I'll put her in there. Okay. All right. Bomb and Gilead. All right. Now, (laughs) (laughs) all right, dream collaboration. Oh, dream collab Brandy again, uh, Eric Bellinger, um, Usher, Chris Brown. Oh, wait, was it only supposed to be one? It just one, but you can run off the list, you know, put them in the atmosphere, you know. Uh, yeah, that that we'll, we'll, uh, Victoria Monet, we'll leave it there. All right, all right, artist to write. All of the same artists I just named. All right, all right. And any and, and, and any artist who's willing to cut a check. Yes, cut the check. Yes. <laughs> all right. Your favorite go-to snack. Favorite go-to snack. That is a very good one. Doritos. All the right. Ones. Wise choice. All right. Your favorite go-to drink, non-alcoholic and alcoholic. I heard you was being the bartender at the listening party and whatnot. So, what, what's your so, favorite? <laughs> apple juice, um, and anything with tequila in it. So, apple juice for the what's the name of then tequila? Okay, is, tequila drink. is there a particular brand of apple juice you got to drink? Juicy juice. Don't make fun of me. Look, it's sugar free. I get it. All right, now <laughs> it's not. No, it's not sugar free. It's, it's not, not sugar free. I thought no, oh. it, no, it's just less sugar than oh, same, you know. the same difference, you know. I, yeah. I I put them in my little juices and my green ju- drinks and everything, so that's I gotta get that. But they do make an apple and peach one though. Okay, now 
<laughs> your must-go-to restaurant or food for anyone visiting Philly for the first time other than the typical cheese date? Okay, so I would say um, it depends. So if they're vegan, I would say Charlie was a sinner, um, which has good food. Um, if they're not vegan, then I would say uh, I don't know. It's so many restaurants here that are really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's, uh, that's a hard one. Um, and then now it's a little bit different because you know because of the pandemic, a lot of those restaurants unfortunately have closed down. Yeah. Um. Uh, like it's one I used. I liked um, Tradici. Oh, their food mm. so good, but I don't even think they're even open anymore now. Um. So yeah, but if they were, then it would be those two places, which is right across the street from each other. All right, and y'all, I'm I'm actually going home next week, so y'all know my inner fat soul is like very touched because I'm going to just eat everything while I'm there. That's the only time I get to really pick out. So I'll I'll, I'll give y'all a little list and whatnot. Now, you know, you mentioned you're going you're in Atlanta for you know the part two of the listening party and the album release party and everything. So, what's your favorite restaurant in Atlanta? Okay, so this is this is probably going to be hilarious, but actually, uh, Big Day's cheesesteaks. Even though I'm from Philly, <laughs> Big Day's cheesesteaks down here. He's from West Philly. He came mm. down here and kind of brought the Philly vibe down to Atlanta. I actually got a, a salmon cheesesteak and a, a, a regular cheesesteak and a chicken egg roll today mm. from there hit the spot mm. and he has war ice just like oh wow um hands down but i, I think it's something it's some kind of tea room also that does like a brunch um i can't think of the first name of it um i don't even know if they're opening one i have to check and see but their brunch yo the breakfast all that like it'd be so crowded like the line before it used to be like everywhere um i try to blame it on quay spot here too his the seafood mm. was good okay like, he has he had this fried corn that will make you literally sock sock somebody. Like it was so good. Um, I haven't been to Old Lady Gang yet, but I'm gonna try them out. Um, yeah, we're gonna check it out and see what it what it is. I, I've heard mixed reviews, so I, I'm gonna check it out on my own. Okay. Um, all right. Now now I'm hungry. All right. Um, <laughs> the best concert you've ever been to. You know what? The best concert was Jasmine Sullivan, and I don't know how I forgot to mention her because she from Philly, and she's one of my yeah. favorite artists. Well. Yes, I saw her in Vegas, and your favorite artists were like so. It was kind of ridiculous to see like some of your favorite artists that that are so mainstream. They're here just standing around, you know, listening to Jasmine Sullivan kill it. Mm-hmm. She killed the show, killed it. Like all your favorite gospel artists, all your favorite R and B artists, they were literally in that room. All your even all your favorite background singers that you see on the gram that's that's singing mm-hmm. background for all your favorite artists. They were like everybody was there in Vegas to see her. It was crazy. Oh, that was wow. probably one of like one of the best concerts um that I've ever been to. Okay. Now that's what I'm waiting for too. I'm waiting for a Jasmine Sullivan concert when outside opens all the way back up and people can actually have concerts. Right. Jasmine, you gotta go on tour, especially with the hotels project. You, you yeah, gotta go into it yeah, with that she one. Killed that project. Yeah, she killed that project. Yes, yes. All right. So speaking of us being on stage, so have you had your embarrassing moment on stage yet? I kind of feel like every time I've gone on stage, I've had an embarrassing moment because sometimes I'll forget words. Mm-hmm. So and I wrote the song. So for me to forget words is just like why? Like so <laughs> those those are embarrassing moments for me. Uh, people don't technically notice because I know how to kind of play through it or maneuver through it, but it's still like, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Your most embarrassing drunk moment. <laughs> My most embarrassing drunk moment. That was a long time ago. I mean, that, that, that like, that was like when I turned 21. Okay. And I like, you know, when you turn 21, you, you just go crazy and like i literally came home i didn't even make it upstairs like i literally like stripped butt naked and laid on the the dining room floor by the air conditioner 
and just late, like literally slept there. And my mom came down to me, like, look at your drunk ass. Like, that's probably, <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't even, I just, I don't know if I thought that was my bed, but, yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Your first CD ever purchased. You mentioned it earlier, but let people know again, what was your first CD ever purchased? So at the first CD I, I ever purchased, uh, those no, those actually see those were the first CDs, and they were actually gifted to me. Okay. The, fir- the first CD that I ever purchased, because all right, so I'm gonna. This is the disclaimer. I was a I was a, a church boy. Y'all remember that? So the first CD I ever purchased was like a Hezekiah Walker CD. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. You know we love the church around here. You know I'm a pastor, so you know I definitely understand are, the word. You are what? Uh, a pastor. A pastor or what? Of ministry. <laughs> ministry, yep. ministry of shadiness, ministry of you know, <laughs> well, you you Wendy Williams Jr. But we we not going we we not going. That's Look, that shit. Wendy Wendy Williams. <laughs> she she the bishop over the organization. <laughs> no, I I do everything. I run the collection plate. I do. The, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure you running the collection plate. I'm Look, pretty sure you are. A, that's just a rumor, but um, I you know I've, I've celebrated six years of my um congratulations of my congratulations. doctorate. So oh, I'm thinking you about to talk about the show. You're talking about your doctorate, bro. Uh, All right, next, uh, okay, next, you know my certificate. Question. Again, yeah. people just let y'all know I can ordain uh, weddings, um, uh, funerals, all that stuff. So you know you need me. I can do baby Christmas now. It's a special deal right now. You know, after Easter, seventy five percent off special. So you are wild <laughs> right now. You are wild. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> all right. Uh, your last physical CD ever purchased? Because you know it's, it's a downhill spiral with the physical CDs. Actually, the the last CD that I purchased was Dawkins and Dawkins. They had okay. they had like this was the first project they had released in like. A long, 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 long ass time. That was the last CD I purchased, and that was like that was a few years ago. Okay, okay. And your favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie of all time. Uh, I'm gonna say Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Yeah, I like that movie. All right, all right. And three things: three things you can't leave the house without. My cell phone, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, my wallet, for sure. Uh, and now my mask. Right. <laughs> those, those are the three things. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. Now, that concluded the fire round there, so you made it successfully through the fire round. So, clap, clap, bravo. Let's talk about the Fields video. So let's get into the visuals. So how was the shooting that Fields video? Because you know you're showing off with the coat and everything. <laughs> you know, you I, had know. To, I had to represent for us, you know, us big guys. You know, show show off the big guys can be sexy, whatever. Uh, shooting that video with uh, Trey Flix Productions that was dope. I came down to Atlanta for like a month and got that video together. Um, it was just super dope. Just even where we shot it, just kind of being in the, a studio where literally all the major artists. In Atlanta, because that's where I shot it. Have have all of them have come through that place. All of them, Migos, anybody you can name have, have, has shot music videos there. So just to be on ground that they've been on uh, was just a good energy and a good feeling. Okay, um, all right, yeah. all right, all right. Now, any more visuals coming from the album? Yes, there will be a visual probably almost for every song that's on here. Uh, so. They are definitely coming. We've already started shooting them, so they're they're definitely coming. All right. When the next um video people can expect, or is that top secret? It's it's top secret right now. Okay. Um, because after this, you know, after this release has happened, like I'm taking like a, a couple days off. So, um, I, but I do want to say that that possibly may, possibly. May. Oh. Okay. All right, don't get around the release dates, you know. You gotta stick to your word now. <laughs> All, right. All right, so it's been a few years since, and it's hard to believe that already, but since Goodbye Summer came out. So, how would you say you've evolved since Goodbye Summer 
to now face well, love changes. I think Goodbye Summer, uh, even though I have recorded it, I feel like Goodbye Summer was almost like a rush. I mean, it, it was still a good, what's the name? And, and it really was a summer fling kind of record. So that record kind of took you through a summer fling. Um, this one, I had really time to, because it, it was a few songs that even didn't make the cut for uh, Phases Love Changes. So I had time to record records, live with them, make changes, see, you know, you know where I was just at. Um, so it, it, it's just a little bit different, and it's definitely more personal than uh, Goodbye Summer. All right. And what do you hope the listener will take away from Phases Love Changes? Um, just like I said earlier, you know, just, you know, it literally like it's it's something on there for, for everybody. So it's something on there for you to play. If you having a sneaky link, you know, y'all linking up, y'all about to get it in. Or even if you got a girl or you got a boyfriend, you know, you it's something on there for that. It's something on there for you know, a reflection is something on there for, you know, if you just broke up or you're having an argument and you need to hear something that's going to, you know, resonate with you. Like it's something on there for everybody. So like I said, whether it's a sneaky link or argument, a breakup, whatever, I'm just hoping that, you know, there's a song on there that'll, you know, get you through it or right. help you with your vibe. Yes. Yeah, touching every part of your soul, everybody, your cheating soul and your uh, and your committed soul. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Literally. That's facts. All right. So what's next up for you after today's release? What do you have next coming up down your pipeline of everything you got going on? Because you are a busy so, person. So next, I do have some uh, live performances. Um, I think I want to be a part of a music festival that's coming up. Then um, an awards show that I'm taping for. Um, and then, like I said, music videos are coming. Uh, a lot more content on the page is coming. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot in the pipeline that, you know, that's why I said I'm only going to take a couple days. You know, that's I ain't say like a week or two. Right. Just a couple days because it's, you know, it, it's now it's, it's promotion time. It's, you know, time for, you know, to put, you know, those dollars into making sure that that is getting seen, you know, everywhere, you know, not just in Philly. So, right. Yes. Talking globally, everyone globally. All right. Right. (laughs) All right. So tell people where they can follow you at, because like I said, you've been doing your thing on IG, but now you've been trying to take over TikTok. So, uh, so I'm official Raven on everything. That's O F F I C I A L R E V N R E V N. So I just want to make sure people know that not like Raven Simone is spelled R E V N. And that's literally on, on everything. So that's on TikTok, that's on Instagram, that's on Facebook, that's on YouTube. Make sure you follow me, you know, subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, yeah, that's how you can find me. All right. I, I got to make one comment real quick. I remember, um, so I saw your latest, I don't know if it was your latest one, you know, TikTok order's a little funny, but it was one where someone put a filter on your face. Yeah. With the big funny. eyes. They got me at brunch, like you know, the the, the mimosas was rolling, so they they got me. No, they low, got me good. Low key, like culture. I'm about to, you know, <laughs> while you are, you are, you stay bitten though. You stay bitten, yo. No, I'm just saying, like culture got the big eyes, and you had the big eyes, and so I was just like, oh, is that culture? Oh no, that's Raven. But, uh, <laughs> I got yeah. I'm gonna get you. I'm not gonna get you right now on your show because this is your show. But I'm gonna get you later on. Yeah, <laughs> yo, this is how we do, people. Like we we banter back and forth. Like that. That's we 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 talk about each other. But it's all out of love, everybody. It's all out of love. Um, because he would not be on this show if it wasn't. So um, <laughs> now, uh, it wouldn't be FNL Radio if I did not do this. So, you know. I, I like to pull surprises out the bag sometimes, you know, like the go in the vault and whatnot. So I went in the vault real quick. It's the vault I haven't been in in a long time. So I'm just going to go ahead and just do this real quick. Let me see if it's going to pop up today, everyone, because it's something that has been um, around so long. 
So I'm just gonna see if it, you know, comes up real quick. Now I think I know what you're about to do too. No, you. No one knows. No one. You don't know. I feel like I do. No. I'm, I'm a different type of person. Okay, go ahead. No. You about to yeah. <laughs> yep, I knew you was about to play this. I knew you was about to play this. I knew you was about to play this. I remember this. Now, I'm. Maybe she Maybe she but she don't. Uh, something, something. So I remember yeah, yeah. that. I knew, I knew you were going to play Look, that. You, I, as soon as you said from the vault, I knew you were going to play Look, that. you got to re-record that one day. Because I actually remember the email. The email is actually April 5th, 2010. Damn. And you said, don't let anyone hear this. And now look at you. 20, <laughs> 20, wait, hold on. 2010. So that's like, what, 11 years ago? Yep. Damn, that's crazy. And now look at you, let everyone hear your music. See, everything just come full circle now. Yeah, that's true. I was really like, nah. <laughs> ah, that's hilarious. I forgot of all about that song and, until you said I'm going in the vault. As soon as you said that, I knew exactly, I knew you were <laughs> So I, I just kept it there. But um, everyone, like y'all know when we have people on the show, you know, we actually stand by the artist, we stand by the product, every, whoever's on the show. And I'm telling y'all, like, Raven is really the real deal, everybody. You make sure you check out this album, Phases Love Changes, because it's really, really good. Thank you for the package, too. The the pro, the PR kit, that was dope, too. So, you know, it's not many people that do that. So for you to do that, like on some Beyonce, Ivy Park shit, that was really cool. So I, I definitely appreciate that. But uh, people, if you want to listen to some real good R&B, some real singing, make sure you check out Phases Love Changes, everyone, from Raven. And the video um, fills this out, people. You know, Jungle's the single. Just check it out. It's good. It's good. Good music. People purchase it, download, stream, all that good stuff. All right, everyone. So make sure you check out Raven's new album, Phases Love Changes. Part on the show. See, dude, because you thought I was gonna be on some Wendy Williams shit. I told you I can be professional. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I ain't wanna have to draw down, down, down there. I ain't wanna have to hop in the wheel. Man, well, you're going to be a little Fisher-Price car or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, um, again, Raven, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it so much for the season 12 premiere. Again, people, Phases Love Changes. His album is in, I'm about to say in stores. Man, that's how old I'm getting. His album is online for streaming, for purchasing. So people, make sure you check it out. This is some good R&B music. If you're looking for some good R&B to listen to from your... I mean, it, it, it touches your thoughtness to your heartfulness, people. It touches every emotion, like you said. So definitely make sure you check out his album, Phases Love Changes, out right now on all the streaming services, on all the digital retailer services. And also at the same time, shout out to Monique. And again, thank you so much for listening to the season 12 premiere of FNL Radio. I greatly appreciate it. From the hiatuses we've gone through, to the delays, all that. Like, y'all really have been sticking with us, and I appreciate that so much. So, in true FNL fashion, don't bust people over the heads with bottles. As one Nick would say, use your motherfucking words and wear your mask, people. We need And get vaccinated, too. I, I'm trying to be outside, so get vaccinated. And um, just not knowing Johnson Johnson. No need no blood clots. So thank you all again for checking us out. Y'all have a good rest of your day and peace. I be in my feels, ain't afraid to show it. Love you real good. Everybody know it when I pull up to the spot. No, I'm gon' prove it. Love you long time, shit better than a movie. Your friends be real jealous, they seein' how I treat you. That slime low key, cause they hop up in the DM. Keep them on pause, they gon' do that to my shirt. It gets treat me too good, that cheating shit real Bless you, babe, baby. Just going through your way, babe, baby. Promise I'm gonna catch you, babe, baby. They know we the baby, baby.
watch your heart I'm a fucking athlete, baby, high speed No, no, baby, no, no, I ain't gonna fall back Give you all of me, baby, I am sure that We the perfect love story, yeah Better half of me complete me,